0: Episode 180, part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. 180?
1: Yes. Wow, we're 20 away from 200?
0: Yes. Whew. So this year we'll see t- episode 200. <coughs> wow. Hmm. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? Anyway, I think at 200 we could become syndicated. That'd
1: be great if we got paid. <laughs> Once we hit 100, we got paid. Maybe two hundred's the magical number for podcasting. There you go. <laughs> well, anyway, hi, folks. How you been? How we've been? I'm glad you asked. You know what? You're going to find out here in episode one. That's right. Because we catch up on each other's weeks. Ed gives a movie review, and I give a movie review as well. Of the top two of the five movies. That's right. Ed and I went and we saw. That Our finger is firmly on the pulse of popular culture this week. That's right. I saw the number one movie, and I saw the number two movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So there you
1: go. Yeah. There's a little extra tidbits there to enjoy, and... Uh yeah, you know what? You find we don't forget we start the show off with some real tech talk. <laughs> so if you want like I you'll find out when we get to the episode.
0: <laughs> and what movie that, that Sean could be play a part in, play the that's major right. role And
1: You'll find that we're gonna do a revival and I'm gonna be the lead character in this movie.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: So sit back and relax and enjoy the show. And and, we'll see you at the end.
0: And welcome to Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host. British Sean. Okay. No. <laughs> I was wondering how long this is going to last. <laughs> not long at all.
1: And still just Geeksters, not the Geeksters.
0: Uh.
1: <laughs> just saying. Okay. So, uh, hi, Ed. How are you? Okay. How was your week? Um, uh, Mostly uneventful. Okay. Mostly. It wasn't until the weekend. Like, you know, you ever have like one of those weeks where you go to work and everything's like standard mm-hmm. and you're like... Alright, you can't wait for the weekend. Weekend's coming. Gonna have nothing to do. Relax. Not me this weekend, Ed. <laughs> I, I mean, okay, I don't know if I mentioned on the show, but a few weeks ago, um my hard drive went on me. On my yeah. computer, my PC. Right. And usually, I mean, I do have a technical background. Yes. I did go to CHI Technical Institute, so I got myself a diploma. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I know how to, I mean. I've always, I always also I always had a knack of fixing things. So I'm like, all right, well, let me just get it. I need a new hard drive. Right. I, I had access to the files. It was having problems with the operating system. I didn't feel like teching it out. Mm. I'm I'm old school. Broke it? Fuck it. Buy a new one and put it in. <laughs> and I had to install shit, you know, <laughs> and putting the hard drive in. Simple, easy peasy. So um, so like Friday, head off, got paid. I'm sitting there going, I'll go get my hard drive. Now this weekend was a big weekend household for for um, I guess real estate for me <laughs> because um, w- my dad and I are oil we have oil heat in the house mm-hmm. and the we're switching over from one company to another and when the second company came in to kind of give us the once over to kind of go well, we got to see if you guys are worthy of being our customer they noticed that the oil drum was getting a little it was going I mean the house is almost probably about fifty years old okay and original tank so it, was, it wasn't like broken it wasn't like oil slicks on the floor but it was definitely starting to seep through mm-hmm. so they're like look you gotta get gotta get this replaced and we're like okay you know so you know i would finally they came friday yeah you know, my dad kept pushing it off pushing it off it was like rather than turn the heat all the way up or at least because you know, it was kind of cold past couple months yeah instead of turning heat up to get the tank go down he turn the heat down to kind of milk it for all it's worth and then go oh, well, I wonder when we should call these guys. I'm like, well, how about call them like now and then crank the heat up, you know, because they wanted, when they replace a tank, they wanted to get as close to empty as possible. Yes. So why milk it? It's like, you know, hey, my car needs, you know, needs gas, but I'm going to wait till it's dry before I fill it up.
0: Well, I mean, you know, in a a way, it kind of makes sense a little bit. I mean, you know, in terms of you really don't want to have a switch while in the middle of winter something went wrong, say, I, I, and during the cold months, and then you know they have to get apart, and it's going to be like three days, you have no heat for three days that you're I, gonna suffer. Um, I i would gladly have taken the three days
1: of cold versus the three weeks of freezing, yeah, okay, because it's not like, um, it's usually the house is like a comfortable 70 72. Wow, you no, know, I say comfortable, yeah, you know, for some, some others, like, oh, it's chilly.
0: My dad crank. Right, to me it's hot, but go ahead. right,
1: but well, my dad cranks it down to like sixty, All right. and it's like yeah, granted now when it's thirty degrees outside, it's like well, it's twice as hot as it's outside, yeah, not really, like <laughs> it's still it's concrete and concrete soaks in that cold, and yeah you're con- I was like um you know I shouldn't have to go to bed wear my hockey jersey <laughs> you know that that kind of like oh I'm chilly, you know yeah. So me, I am like crank it up. I rather go. I rather be like, "Who, it's cold for three days and get it fixed," rather than be like that three weeks of, <laughs> <laughs> I'm chilly, really, the penguin, you know. Yeah. So um, and he's fine because he gets himself a space heater. I don't. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> like you obviously feel comfortable in the house because when you're in the living room, you turn your space heater on. Yeah. And when you're in your room, you have a space heater. Plus, he also has a snake and a and a beard dragon which have heat lamps right so his warm his rooms a, a comfortable maybe balmy 75 yeah. all the time <laughs> you know me I'm not so fortunate right I don't have the space heater you know the electrical one I'm just sitting there going blankets yeah you know hockey jersey old school old school I'm old school freezing my testicles off <laughs> so they came Friday now I figured you know what my dad took the day off so he can kind of keep eye on keep it on not necessarily keep an eye on the guys, but right. you know how you want to be home if there's someone's gonna be in the basement. Right. Not that they'd be taking things, but you always have that fear when someone comes in the house to start working. Yeah, on. you don't
0: want to. You don't want have them like running through the house yeah. as you're. Yeah, like yeah, I'm gonna go out to work. Here's the keys to the house. Let yourself in. Make yeah. yourself something to eat.
1: You don't want that. And I was upstairs in my room, you know, figuring a Dr. Frankenstein my computer, to see if I can get the monster back alive. Right. And during the process. Saturday we were having uh we're switching from <laughs> we're switching from Comcast to Fios. Right. You know, cuz Comcast jacked up the prices again. Yes. So my dad was like, "You know what? That's it. Fuck these guys. We're going to we're switching to Fios." I'm like, "Okay." You're like, they're coming Saturday. Okay. So I was like, "You know what? Like, leave me to go clean the area around. Now I'm I'm cluttered at best. I'm mm-hmm. not much of a duster." So, I was like, "Well, I guess I better hanker down and try to clean, you know, Clean the space up, especially if you're going to be putting a new box in my my room.
0: Right.
1: You know, so I spent all day Friday cleaning and and watching my computer count to a hundred about a thousand times <laughs> while I'm in. Yeah, because the installation is fine. It's like four screws, a plug, two plugs. I'm golden. Right. right. Yeah. And then the rest is like throw in the snow disk. Okay. There you go. One one percent, two percent, five percent. Six percent. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What happened to four? <laughs> like, like, was four not important? Or are you going to go back to that <laughs> one? Like, you know, eventually, yeah, uh, it's a 100. And it's like, okay, we well, got to do this. And then we're going to shut down your computer. And we're starting it up just to shut it down again. And just to start it up again. Yeah. And you're like, ugh. So and, and the whole time you're doing it, for, at least for me, it is. I don't know about you because I know you're a tech guy, too. Yeah. I always get anxious. 'Cause I'm like, please work, please work, please work, please work.
0: Like huh? <laughs> No, I never never really no, I mean as as long as you know that the disk you have is a viable operating system, I... you know, you're you're, <laughs> you're 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 gonna be I mean, there were times that like back in the early days in the eighties when I was installing when I installed Windows and then got a copy of Linux and was doing like what they call partition driving where you would have one drive as a Windows drive, and then the next partition would be a Linux drive, so you could do it and have boot commander, and you would say, which one do you want to boot to? Do you want to boot to Windows? (laughs) Do you want to boot to to Unix? So that was a little bit etchy because I've never done it before. I was like, I hope this works.
1: (laughs) For me, it's usually the, it's the, the, um, I mean, yes, it's a hard drive. It's hardware. It's screws, plugs, and you turn it on. You go, please, 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 let me see see the heartbeat. Let me see that. Bing, bing, bing. Okay, it's up. It's running. You know, no boot disk. I'm like, oh, can we put this in? And then it's it's that anxious going, please work, please work, please don't want the, the you know, it's a CD. Don't be corrupted. Right. Don't be you scratched. Know, don't be scratched. Don't be dinged. You know, and it's, it's I keep it all, it, I keep it all wrapped, you know, because God knows when I'm going to need it. Yeah. So then after I go through the process of, of going through and installing everything, Windows decides to go, hey, 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 we can't activate you because technically you've already activated this before because of the old hard drive. Yeah. And right now I know the audience is going, Oh my god, these guys are talking tech when <laughs> I mean, you get to the movies and the comedy. <laughs> so I actually had to go and talk to Microsoft Tech Support, which through the computer is way better than on the phone. So that way yeah. you don't Hi, my name is Steve. You know yeah. you don't have that. You just have someone going like, Hi, welcome. Thank you for you know the overly nice people that type out. Right. Which I swear always seems to be you know, like, oh, this guy says something to me, "I should say hello." Click one, and then there's like a program response to come up. Yeah. And then I type out what the problem is, and I'm like, okay, well, thanks for you know, giving me a minute, and you know, told him what the. I'm error sorry
0: coming. for I'm sorry for the the problem this has caused <laughs> yes, you. You know, exactly. the standard
1: letter you get back. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the form letter of you know we value as you as a customer, so we're we're very disappointed that you're having this problem. But if you hold on just for a moment, we will take care of the issue. Right. And the guy's name was Roland. Which I was like, all right, sure it is. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really sure it is. You know, and he was like, okay, well, I'm gonna have to have access to your computer, which has always been the creepy part for me because it's what you're doing is you're allowing somebody else at a remote station to access your PC. Yeah, and you just you're you're basically now a viewer watching your computer get sentient. You know, yeah. like it's like, wait, why is that? Why is he clicking there? Like, and. Thankfully, you know, fresh hard drive, so he doesn't see any of my porn. Right. You know, and of course, there's like that. There's a form, too. It's like, just so you know, we're not going to be going accessing any of your personal files. And if you feel un- uncomfortable, and they use the the, the quote air quotes yeah. behind it, if you feel uncomfortable at any moment, you just hit the red X and we'll disconnect whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I got nothing on there. I got nothing. I got nothing to be worried about. Right. There rolling all my porn is safely tucked away. You know, <laughs> <clears throat> no naughty pictures of my junk. Nothing. You no, know, but if you really want one, maybe we can talk, you know? So, you know, I see my mouse switching around and jumping around here, and he's bouncing all around the world, like trying to find an access yeah. point. And I'm going, oh, my God, I'm going on the dark web, Ed. I'm like, where, where's Liam Helmsworth? Yo, I'm sorry, Chris Helmsworth as my black hat hero, you know? <laughs> Instead, I'm stuck with the greasy, pimply guy. Hey, guy, yeah, you know? So, like, after, you know, everything worked out fine. Mm. Computer's up and running now, thankfully. Knock on wood. Yeah. You know, now it's the annoying process of reinstalling everything. Like, hey, look, here's Diablo 3. Reinstall. <laughs> hey, here's this. Reinstall. Like, hey, my my desktop themes, I have, like, rotating of, of pictures and yeah. images. I have And let me go find them and re-click them. And, right. Oh, I got new ones. Let me put those in there and re- heavy rotation. You know? So then I was, you know... Just, but it leached over into Saturday because when you ins- when you're installing stuff, it takes so long. Right. I just wish there was a fast way of doing it. Oh, I know how about not getting your computer busted? You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way. But... So, Fire Sky came in, and that installation went fine. But for that, like that 24-hour period, mm-hmm. it was just like there's strangers in the house, and they're touching my shit. You know, <laughs> like. You know, it's like, oh, come on. I mean, not really, like, not walking by going, uh, is this your panty drawer?
0: Uh, yeah. You know? <laughs> That's
1: right, because I'm home, I wear panties. <laughs> but I'm mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, all right. I didn't expect uh, that admission here hey, the show. Here at Keeksters, we like to share. at all. <laughs> <Silly>. <laughs> I prefer the leather thong, Ed. <laughs> of course you do. With oh. the zipper up the front. Opposed to when I'm feeling very particularly jaunty, I use the elephant thong, where it's like an elephant in the trunk is where my penis hangs out at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. There's an image for you, folks. Even <laughs> right now, a bunch of people going, Thank God we have no idea what it looks like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And
1: today, Dad and I went to the movies. Like Everything after everything was done, we went out. It's like, Hey, what do you want to do? Let's go see Ten Cloverfield. 10 Cloverfield Lane, oh. and I will let you know how I feel about that later.
0: All right. Um, yeah. How was your week? I was, you know, I was average, like you said. But Monday, though, I did see a movie that I thought of you. Like, if you could do a remake movie, this movie would be perfect for you to be a re- re- remake. and to be the star of the movie. Oh, as a star of the movie? Oh, yes. boy, what is it? <laughs> Uncle Buck. Oh my god,
1: I would totally do that. <laughs> Me and your Uncle Buck. It was yeah. my favorite one of my favorite John Candy mm. movies of all time.
0: I'm just I'm just watching this movie and the more the more <laughs> I'm like some things, you know, you would modernize it a little bit, you know, like, sure. like it was an old eighties movie and you have to modernize it a little bit. But there's like so so many similarities to you and Uncle Buck that it was just like it would be perfect. <laughs>
1: you know like, like, okay now i'm kind of curious like what what were the well, similarities? Uh, he's a big fat guy well, jolly uh, besides besides <laughs> that
0: obvious uh,
1: besides the visual effect right
0: there you know of course he's 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 got a like a somewhat of a part-time job that, <laughs> that he works you know that that's like that's like why well, it's kind of you in a way <laughs> you're in that similar situation and then like you know you you would you would go you know if you're your sister called you. you know, uh, yeah. I would you, definitely
1: drop a diamond, drop of a dime. A dime. I
0: would, go right. You know, that, yeah. that, that would be you. So it's like, there's another similarity. And then of course the car is not like really up to speed up to stuff. Now yours is pretty, pretty, my, I, pretty yeah, good. My car's good. Yeah. But
1: it's, it's getting up there in age. Sure, you know? well, when I when, when over a hundred thousand miles, you reach ride as good. You will not. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 right now my car's going Fucker's not sitting in that passenger seat again. <laughs> <laughs> I will now unleash the power of all those fart cushions.
0: <laughs> Cushion farts. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, you know, and then I could see that scene. You know, of course, when when Buck goes into the, into school? the school, you know, and and he's smoking, <clears throat> and then realizes, oh crap, it was school, and he's got to figure out a way to <laughs> get rid of the cigarette. So then he runs into the, the, the to the boys' room, uh-huh. you know, and it's a little kids' room. But the more more <coughs> love like seeing the the principal, and the principal tells how like they're, oh, they're her draw, the
1: girl's like a flipper to yeah, like a like, dreamer
0: and a yeah, yeah, you know, a silly wag or whatever it was. Yeah. And then I could just see you with like throwing the quarter on the desk. <laughs> with the mole.
1: Here's a quarter. Have a have a rat mole that gnaw, <laughs> gnaw that mole off your face. <laughs> As he's walking out. Yes. <laughs>
0: And then you see him walk one way in the, in the, in the silhouette and then walks back there really <laughs> the wrong way.
1: I love that movie. That movie is all hard. I love that movie. God, I love that movie. Uh, oh, John Candy will be missed.
0: Yes, he will. But, I, I, but when I saw that movie, I just kept thinking of you. I'm like, there's a couple couple of things you can update. I mean, of course, you know, it's going to be a modern version of it. Sure. So You, you know, you tell that story, and it would, be, it would still be hilarious, I think. <laughs>
1: I could pull it off. I could pull off John Candy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, then also, you and I did get together on Thursday. Yes. And, well, we forgot to mention last week that I have, um, we got the District 9, Elysium, and Chappie on Blu-ray. And I know Ed hasn't seen any of them. Right. And he also hasn't seen E.T. folks. We talked about that on the show. (laughs) And I, I brought those four movies over. Yeah. And for some reason, he doesn't want to go, doesn't want to watch E.T. <laughs> Decides to watch District 9 and we were, he, he, he takes a picture of and going, hey, we're going to review this on the show. And I'm going, kind of reviewed it when I was on the
0: theaters, but no, it's, it's taken. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. So. And of course, last week we had our, our uh, guest th- Carl from the film club come on. So we didn't actually get to talk about it last week, which was uh, uh, District 9. And of course, this past week, we saw Elysium, the second movie in the.
1: Yeah, I mean well, okay,
0: the, of this uh, director. What was the director's name again? Um, uh Neil Bloomcamp. Yes.
1: I when I first saw District Nine, you know, for those people who haven't seen it, highly recommend it. I, I personally think it's a good movie. Ed, what do you what do you think?
0: You know, I, I did enjoy it. Like it was it wasn't what I thought it would be, you know. Okay. And it's it was a but it was still a really good movie. But when you, you know, when you see the trailers, you kind of get an idea in your yeah, head what it's going to be. The
1: trailers should kind of give you an idea of what the movie's going to be about. You know, and it, it
0: it I think it paint the the movie the trailers paint a different picture. And they're, they're both pictures were good. It's just that, you know, it wasn't right. what I was expecting, but I still enjoyed it. The other thing was is the aliens I thought were very disgusting and I was like right. I was like, "Ooh," and I was like, they're "Like, like I <laughs>
1: That's why they're calling
0: frauds. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I I do like the the actor in that I can't think of his name. Uh, what was the, what was the lead actor in that movie? The
1: lead actor is uh, Charlotte. Char- oh, I can never pronounce his name. Charlito Copley. Yes, he um he was um Murdoch in uh, the A
0: Right. And to see him, you know, in, with I think his natural accent, I think yeah, at this point, the South
1: African accent, yeah. And,
0: and it was, it was, it was phenomenal to see the because I was like, I I kind of didn't see Murdoch, which was great because it's one right. of those actors that you want to, you don't really want to see the same. Like some movies, you do. Like you see Tom Cruise, you see Tom. Tom Cruise is Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise in every movie, right? It doesn't matter what movie it's in. Run away really
1: fast <laughs> with my hands down, cutting through the air, chop 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 chop. So you
0: know, but you still enjoy it because it's a Tom Cruise action right. movie and it's a good movie. So for a like an actor like like uh, uh, Cope, Cope is his name. Copley. 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 Uh, he, it was phenomenal to see like kind of the range of him playing Murdoch because that was the first time I've seen him was was in the A team, and then to see right. him in this movie, it was like wow, it's a completely different person. It was like it's like watching one of those character actors you really don't know the name of, but they do such a great job because all the characters they play in every movie, and you don't really see that same actor playing like those all those roles. which is yeah. great. Um. So I really did enjoy that. And it was like, it was just, the ending was so kind of heartbreaking to me <laughs> because you don't know what's going to happen. Like, like, cause it's, it leaves it open ended where you could almost have a sequel right. on this movie. But again, it's like you, you couldn't, you could just leave it as is. Right. And you know, he's just going to be an alien. Spoiler alert, everybody. I know <laughs> I should have said that first, but. Uh, you know but that was that was to me amazing like you know that kind of of movie was like it wasn't like the hero saves the day and everything is back to normal it was like there are moments you're like oh yes yes no yes son of a bitch you know and there's a there's a part where there's a ship going up to the the mothership and you're like come on make it like i was getting like like that that moment of like it's very rare that i get
1: stay on target
0: (laughs) get up there make it make it don't get destroyed and you get, you get excited. and That was, for me, for a while. I haven't had that in a, in a movie, which is yeah. really good. Um, and like I said, it's, it's really enjoyable. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Or if you've seen it, go see it again, because it was a lot of fun. Uh, the next movie was Elysium, which right. was... Uh, yeah, I,
1: I, the way I described it to Ed was that Neil Bloomkamp, I feel like, District 9, if anybody doesn't know, Peter Jackson saw his short on mm-hmm. District 9, liked it so much, and went, you need to make a movie out of this, and let me produce it for you. And then that move District Nine went so well that somebody went, you know what, this guy's pretty good. Let's give him big boy actors.
0: Yes, because
1: Elysium starred Matt Damon, Matt Damon, <laughs> and Jodie Foster, mm-hmm. and also his buddy Copley, because uh, Bloom Camp and him are best friends, kind of yeah. like I would say the South African version of Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell. Yes, you know. So yeah. he's like, I'm gonna have my my buddy still in it, but okay, I, I guess if you're gonna give me, you know, Matt Damon, sure, why not? Yeah, you yeah. know, and Jodie Foster, who at the time when the movie came out. Wasn't in a lot of movies.
0: Yeah, I mean, she. I think the before that was the Brave one. I think she did. Yeah, and then there was really like a long, a long strong, dry, dry spell, spell without her in a movie. But I mean, every every movie that she's been in, I've always enjoyed. Like I yeah, always she's one of those actresses that you you know, especially when you see her Silence of the Lambs. I mean, that was yeah, well, yeah. that was a great movie. But uh, anyway, I digress on that. So with so Elysium. Yeah. yeah, and Elysium again. It was a, It was. It's one of those movies that's just like you could, like you said, it could be set in the same world. I mean, you you have this like slum area. Of...
1: Yeah, it's it's like I said. I've always felt like it was the. It's the overpopulation of the world, mm-hmm. healthcare. It's very, like, it's one of those like uh, District Nine was kind of like a very subtle, um, commentary on immigration, mm-hmm. and then Elysium is more of like a very subtle, kind of subtle about healthcare. Yes. And the world's overpopulated. The rich, you know, are up in Elysium and they have these great machines where it cures everything. Yes. And while people on earth are so poor and they can't afford healthcare and only the only the citizens of Elysium could get healthcare.
0: Right. You know? And then they, of course they send ships up to try a new thing and they get shot down and some yeah. people do land and make it like there's like been one like successful yeah. case that like, they show you in the movie that actually happens you're like Great, you know, like 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 that girl, little girl, got cured. It was like, woo-hoo, yeah. you know, like, and then of course, though, the when uh, Matt Damon's character, who works for basically, because I think they all work, the ones who have jobs in, yeah, seem to world. work
1: for Elysium in one in one shape or form. But he he makes he's on, I would say, kind of like the production line of the Century Robot. Yes, you know, and, and he could, there's an accident where he's got uh, overdose of radiation. He's got like five days to live, mm-hmm. so he, he comes up. He's gonna get to Elysium to.
0: For himself. For himself. Right. So the the of course the underworld says, you know you'll you'll need something. So they give him this this exosuit, I guess you could say, right? You yeah, know, that will help him, uh, so he can balance more and and, and be yeah, stronger. Because yeah,
1: because he's right now I've got five days to live. He's kind of shit at this moment.
0: Right. He's, he's weak. He, you could tell he's gonna die like any moment. Like yeah. To him. Desperate
1: yeah. man calls for desperate measures. Right.
0: So uh, uh, of course though. Uh, Part of that story, though, is when he was a kid, he meets another, another uh, orphan because he was an yeah. orphan. And he, he goes to this orphanage and he meets another orphan just who happens to be the same day that, they, that this girl is together. So they kind of be like brother and sister to each other right. almost, you know, like being hanging around a lot. And of course, now, time forward, when he's an adult, she kind of comes back. She's a nurse and she's helping people on, on Earth to yeah. survive through their medical care, or whatever they have. And uh, her, her, her daughter has uh, leukemia. Right. And so for her, she wants to kind of go to Elysium to save her little girl. Well, yeah.
1: I mean, there is like that point where she would love to go to Elysium, but she's also very, I think, secure. She doesn't really, she knows that she can, she'll never get there. So I always felt like she was kind of, it's sad, but this is the life that we live. There's nothing, we can't do anything to change it because right. we don't, we're not the elite rich to live in Elysium. And then Matt Damon comes by and, you know, I mean, she kind of gets drugged in a way into it because of her connection to him.
0: Right. Because he gets he gets stabbed and she yeah. helps him because he was trying to get to the hospital to, right. to, to to try and get something to stop the the, the bleeding. But he doesn't want to go really go into the hospital. So she pulls him into her house right. and helps her, you know, fixes him up. But of course, that leads to the bad guys finding, yeah. you know, this her and, and like using yeah, but- her as bait.
1: I, I, that, that to me, like, and I, like, next week, we'll probably have a, uh, Ed will give his review on Chappie. Yeah. Because I, it's kind of, to me, like, the the third in the trilogy almost, but not really. It's kind of, the the production design's the same. Like, when you see Chappie and you see the, the century robots in that, you're going to go, I know where they got the idea from, from Elysium. Mm-hmm. So, I always kind of wonder, like, in time, time frame, like, if this was all in the same world, I always kind of feel like, um... Chappie comes before Elysium. Okay. I, but when, when you see it, you'll make your own decision. Even though it's the third in the film, I kind of feel like it could definitely squeeze in between District 9 and Elysium. Okay. But yeah, we'll, you'll have to get your opinion next week. Yeah. Um. Today, like I said, I mean, well, you saw a movie this weekend too. Yes, I did. What did you see?
0: I saw Zootopia.
1: Yeah? Yeah. Were you made to go? No, actually, I, I really <laughs> wanted to see it.
0: No, it was I wasn't made to go. I wanted to see it. Yeah. Maybe, it, you know, I think. Um, now you saw a movie. I saw Ten Cloverfield Lane. Ah, you want to see where they landed on the top five movies?
1: Uh, sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, kids. Here we go. Number five was the number four movie last week. Wixie Tango Foxtrot. It made four point six million over the weekend and fourteen point five overall in the two weekends, two weeks in release. And it's made uh f- uh fourteen point five overall, and it has a thirty five million dollar budget. All right. Sorry, I'm just uh, tripping over myself here. Uh, number four movie was the number two movie last week. It was London Has Fallen. It made ten point six million over the weekend and thirty eight point overall in the two weeks. And uh, it's based it a sixty million dollar budget. Okay. The number three movie is still number three, Deadpool. It made ten point eight million over the weekend and three hundred and twenty eight million overall in the five weeks release with a fifty million fifty eight million dollar budget. Yeah,
1: we all know that. Miles well just called that movie and said Juggernaut. <laughs> all right. What was the number two movie?
0: Number two movie was a new release, Ten Cloverfield Lane. It made twenty five point two million in so far, and that's where it's standing. It doesn't have a budget. not all here. The budget here on this okay. on screen. All right. What was the number one movie? And the number one movie was Zootopia. It made fifty million dollars over the weekend and one hundred and forty two point six overall in the two weeks since release.
1: That makes sense. I mean, it, it's it's a kids movie, so yeah. everyone's got kids taking them to take and go see that. Yeah. Um. What what you think of Zootopia?
0: You want to do number two, and then I'll do number one. No, or, I figured, no, you know, you yeah. might as well, you know, uh, strut around like a peacock since you
1: did not see the number one movie. <laughs>
0: um, I I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's a Disney film. It's not Pixar, so it's right, kinda, it's Disney. Yeah. You know, so it. But I mean, it's it's it was one of those type of movies that gave you like that subtle message. And there was there was oh. there was the about bullyism. Okay. And. Uh, basically like the little guy can do just as much as the big guy it was the two messages that you could take away. Gotcha. From... It's
1: the, Hey, just because you're small, you can still do great things. Exactly. And don't pick on people. Yes. All right.
0: And I mean, you know, like I said, they were subtle. So, you know, like, like kids really didn't, I don't think got it too much. Well, but I think I, the yeah. Adults...
1: You, well, I think kids are probably more susceptible to subliminal messaging than right. maybe adults are. Cause adults can kind of adults are jaded and up. Um, I see what you did there, and kids will just be like, "Oh, look, he's little, but he's so big and straight." He, 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 she, I guess, some say she did it. Like, look, yay, she can do anything. Even though you're tiny, you can still do big things.
0: Right, and I, and I, and I I laugh the most probably through the sloth scenes. You know, when, right. where we see him really slow and he's laughing. Yeah, that was in the trailer. You know, and I and and uh, I'm gonna give just a little bit away in terms of they where they where he works is for the dmv yeah that's in the trailer okay I, I, I wasn't sure yeah. i thought it was a bank when i sold the trailer Oh, uh, okay you know, yeah. uh, but uh but he works for the dmv so i'm thinking any disney anime employee <laughs> might not have a problem getting their driver's license <laughs> or, or you know or their kids <laughs> taking a test or they have to take a driver's license or you know it's one of those like hey art imitates life their <laughs> <laughs> life imitates art but i mean i they were hilarious i mean that those those scenes alone were just yeah. worth to see it and i would but they would say the the movie was really, really good. I have to recommend yeah, it. Okay, go see it. You know, If you don't see it in the theater, at least you know go pick it up on DVD. Uh,
1: yeah, I probably won't see it in the theaters, but definitely, like, I'm an animated fan. Mm. You know, so that Disney animation and Pixar animation, it's kind of more of a no-brainer. Like, okay, I probably won't go see it in the theaters. I'm not going to drag my dad to go see a movie like that. Mm. Um, not that he wouldn't have a good time, but, you know, him and I like, a room full of kids. Like, yeah. yeah yeah, you know, I'd rather just wait for...
0: Oh, that well, that was the thing, too. Like, oh. when I saw this movie, there were two babies. Oh! Because, yeah, because they're going to remember that. One right behind us. Oh! And one in the front of the theater. And the one behind was started, like, halfway, like, about quarter way through the movie, started fidgeting. You could yeah. hear it, like, start to cry a little bit. Right. And, like, the parents just kind of passed them off down a little bit. And I'm thinking that the one one adult's going to get up and leave the theater at right. least, you know, to appreciate for the other, the listen, you know, the right. watchers. They don't care. They, they don't care. But the the kid did quiet down, so I'm thinking, all right, the kid did quiet down. But then you hear, hear the baby getting passed back to whoever was originally holding it. <laughs> Yeah, you hear that, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, just ignore it, you just know, like. Zone in, on the zone in, zone zone Just zone, stick, yeah. stick with the movie, stick with the movie. But, of course, then the kids started fitching crying again, and it was just like, oh, you know, that... get to that point where, you know, so they passed over. So this, at that point, that's when the adult at the end got up and left.
1: Yeah. I, I... I
0: mean, I feel bad kind of for the, the adult that, you know, has got a, like, what You know what? Don't. Honestly, I'm
1: personally, I, I don't, I don't feel like.
0: Well, I mean, because the really reason I feel bad is because I'm the one turning around, like, giving the dirty look, you know, going, you know, I paid, <coughs> movie to, see, I paid to see this movie, and you're, you know, ruining it for me I, here. No, but I kind of, I mean, I, I'm sure people are like, well, what are
1: they going to do? Like, okay, how, how old would you say the kid is? Like, uh, less than a year old? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, as a responsible parent, you know going in that you're going to go see a movie and that your kid's not going to, unless you rub its gums with whiskey and knock it out. Right. You know, <laughs> which I don't recommend. No. You know, the kid's going to be fidgety. He's probably going to cry. Like, why would you take that chance? Especially when you're shelling out 10 bucks, $15 for a movie. Like,
0: and that's per like
1: kid and adult. Kids. Like, so, like, there, was,
0: there wasn't there was just like three of them. There was like a whole row, a whole row of them. And it was, yeah. it was like, why would you bring, I mean, I understand maybe you couldn't find a babysitter and you want to take the other. Like, how many parents see, like... were
1: there? Uh, three. Okay. One of those parents could have bitten the bullet and go, you know what? You guys are going to, you guys could stay and I'll just, wait. I'll stay home, and watch the kid. Right. Like I don't feel, uh, I, as a viewer, I'm paying money to go see a show, like mm-hmm. you know, a movie. If you're going to bring your kid to a movie theater and it's, first of all, you don't know, like really, I don't think, a, I don't think a baby under a year old should be going to a theater because right. of the, the, the noise, the noise level mm-hmm. alone through the speakers because they're high tech sound systems. Right. Zootopia, I'm gonna guess, was probably in 3D, and
0: that we only well, it, saw in 2D, 2D. Yeah, I, know, okay. I think there was a 3D version of it. All right,
1: so you still got the loud noise, the the the, the bright lights of the screen. Mm-hmm. It's not really, I would say, conclusive to a child like of that age. Okay. I think I used the right word. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm pausing. Like, did I use that? Ugh. Anyway, so I I don't feel bad if their kids getting at, you know rambunctious, and I look over and I'd be like. Dude, what the fuck? I mean, it, you're, you aren't fucking special. Right. Neither is your fucking kid. Right. You know, you should be more responsible and say, hey, look, I don't think my kid can handle it. Like, wait till they're at least potty trained. Right. You know, before you start taking them to the movies. Right. Because, you know, you don't know, wake up all the time. like, all right, whatever. You know, but you are going to have. Now, somebody could be somebody in the other hand be like, well, why are you going to the movie anyway? You don't have kids. It doesn't matter. You're right. going to see a movie to be entertained and enjoy it.
0: Right, and I just happen to enjoy animated movies as one of yeah. my, you know, enjoyments. Yeah. You know, so I should be able to have that, that privilege. I think
1: everybody, like, when the moment where I'm in a the theater, even if it's a bunch of adults, the moment I hear someone coming, from a, I'm all I'm already right away looking around going, where the fuck? Yeah. Let me, let me see if I can spot that person because if they're in range, I'm going to say, uh, I'll give them a little leeway. Mm. My, my rule is, trailers, you can chit-chat. Yeah. Like, you go, oh, my God, that looks great, you know, right. or, oh my God, that looks horrible. And then you got about 10, 15 minutes into the movie, I give you kind of like the the leeway of, okay, maybe you just got your seat, maybe you're still settling in, you know, maybe you forgot to turn off your phone. Right. I give you the one, one free pass. Right. Even though there's a big M&M's thing that goes, hey, great, the most important part of the movie, your phone goes off, turn off your fucking phone. Right. You know, or at least vibrate it. Yeah. You know, for those people, but I can't tell you how many times I've seen someone like, you know, hey, look at me, I'm scrolling through Facebook in the middle of a movie, and they don't realize how bright that screen is when it's at what's in your peripheral vision. Right. You know, so I, kids are just like I like kids. You know, but you know, I was saying they were,
0: there were there a lot of kids in this movie because it was an afternoon. i yeah. saw it, and they but a lot of them were well, well behaved. You know, it was other than these two screaming kids. I mean, they didn't talk through the movie. They weren't running around. They weren't. Right. You know, they sat in their seats and they watched this movie. Which was which was really impressed with. Now the second one was down at the, the bottom, which, right? You know, it's a stadium seating, and you could hear him crying. And like somebody, you actually heard somebody's down there going, "Could you take your kid outside?" Good, you know, because it was like it was just so annoying, and this person would not move. So finally, she got up, and you could see her walk away. I'm like, okay, great. But then you could hear her in the hallway because it's that little hallway, right? Goes Yelling to back at her kid? There. No, she doesn't say anything, but you could hear the kid like still being still fidgety, being rambunctious and... and all. Yeah, and you're like. Take it outside, like everything. Take it outside, still, lady. Yeah, you can still hear it. You know, yeah. it's like annoying. It's
1: it's that fucking. like, oh no, we're special. No, no, you're not. Right. You're not. When you walk in that theater, you're just like everybody else. Everybody else there's there to there, enjoy the show. Stop fucking it up for everybody else, right? Because I can There's been times where I just go, yo, shut the fuck up. And I'll I, I won't be like. There's moments where I want to scream it across the theater, mm. you know, to adults, like, yo, shut the fuck up. Right, but I'm more the I'm I'm the I'm the, because I'm a big guy, I prefer the quietly walk over, lean down by their ear, and kind of go, can you please shut up, or we're gonna have a problem, and then walk away quietly, just so that because I don't want to annoy anybody else, right? But I want to like put that fear in that person going. Oh shit! Someone just fucking tapped you on the shoulder. I wasn't paying attention, you know.
0: And then just I go- remember, I remember a couple of years ago you did that. You, <laughs> you were like, "Shut the fuck up!" And yeah. everybody clapped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was like yeah. that, that annoying hatred <laughs> that you were like, yeah. "Shut the fuck up!" And we were all annoyed. And finally, you were like, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> well, and then it got quiet down. Yeah. After that. <laughs> oh, you know, it's, I, I pick moments. <laughs>
1: Um, so would you I guess you would recommend? Oh yeah, what? I highly
0: recommend this movie. It's it was it was cute. It's it's right up Disney's eyes. It's everything it's, Disney yeah, wants to be. Right. Dead parents. <laughs> no, no dead parents. No it was was kind of what's, Wow Which was odd. Wow. You know You know, there you know, there, there 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 was a moment like like which parents gonna bite it? <laughs> like someone's gonna Oh uh, it was,
1: this is where the, the up moment or the in and out moment or or
0: <laughs> Bambi or you know. Yeah. But nope no there was no uh, they they both had parents, and it was normal, and it was like a normal family. Oh, no, that's of, good. Uh, fair, so it was really good. But never,
1: never, never, never take the blame for someone else's obnoxious child.
0: Yeah. Oh, you know,
1: fuck them. That's why. I, <laughs> I mean, there
0: it. was there was a lot of great Disney jokes in there that there was. Because there was one, I, I don't know. Well,
1: was it one of those nice balances between here's a joke for the kids, but then here's that adult, only adults, that joke that only adults well, will it get?
0: Was, it was the joke, the adults, oh, the only joke, uh, adult joke, sorry, the, the joke that only adults got was the, the one, one character says to another, it's not like a movie where you're going to sing a song and all of a sudden you're going to get what you want. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I could stop playing. Uh-huh. I'm like, it's like every Disney movie.
1: <laughs> I love those moments. Like we were watching, um, but we were watching... Uh, I love those moments in any television movie. Dad and I are watching... We watch iZombie. Mm-hmm. And we were trying to catch up. So before, you know, they took away our Comcast box with our DVR stuff on it. Yeah. So we're watching it, And there's a moment where um, there's a librarian. She's writing like a Fifty Shades of Grey kind of novel. And these, basically the plot of the story is it's written by the guy who does Veronica Mars. Mm-hmm. And it's about a blonde who's a zombie, and when she eats a brain, she absorbs that person's personality. Yeah. So every week, she's almost a different person. Right. This time, she she ingests the librarian, helps to solve the murder, but the the librarian's got like kind of like this kinky side because she's writing these dirty novels. Yeah. So there's a moment where um, she c- approaches something, and it's like, oh, look, it's an audio book re- read by Kristen Bell which made me laugh out loud because I know Rob Thomas is the guy who created Veronica Mars is also the guy who created iZombie. Mm. And then she's like, Oh, you know, I always feel like I kind of relate to this to her. I'm like, yeah, another plucky bomb blonde with a mouth who's helped solves crimes. I'm like, that is such an inside joke. But then it, they crank it up a little bit. They actually get Kristen Bell to do the audio version of the book that <laughs> she's reading. And I'm like, oh my God, that is so funny. <laughs> and my dad's like, what's so funny. And I had to kind of like give it to him because I, I pick up on those things. Yeah. And he's like, only you would find that funny. I'm like, yeah, that's why it's in there. It's for me. Like, for people like me, the ones who know everything about those little things. Yeah. You know, like, the last one we saw, Veronica Mars, the actor who plays Veronica Mars' dad, is in the episode. He kind of plays like a uh, Popeye Doyle from French Connection kind of cop. He's got the little leather jacket and the hat. And I'm like, oh my God, it's Veronica's dad. I, was like, I knew he'd show up sooner or later. It's <laughs> like they're one big tight family, and they all like working with each other. It's, yeah. eh, it's about time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, okay. Well, I will definitely see Zootopia. You know, but man, I if it wasn't for Zootopia, I am so glad I see, see Cloverfield Lane in the in the number two spot. Yes. Holy mackerel! This movie was fucking phenomenal. Like I, I, I have you. You seen Cloverfield? Have you seen Cloverfield? No, I haven't seen Cloverfield. God damn it, Adam. I'm bringing Cloverfield over next <laughs> week. You know? Oh, there goes my mic stand. All right. Um, yeah, we're definitely going to have to fix this later. <laughs> that guy I just going to hold it for 15 minutes. <laughs> um, I'm a fan of Cloverfield. Yeah. Big giant monster going through New York, tearing up the place. Right. First person perspective. Well, you found footage perspective. Really great. I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. Now, 10 Cloverfield Lane, people are like, oh, my God, it's a sequel and everyone's like who's making it? it's like well it's not really a sequel and they're right it's not really a sequel if you go in expecting to see the big cloverfield monster or a big cloverfield type like monster mm. you're not going to see it what you're getting is a three person drama in a room and it's gripping john goodman is in it and he has been the i mean i've always liked john goodman mm everyone knows John Goodman as, as either Roseanne's husband, but always plays the big, jovial kind of, you know, very, plays the eyeball kind of character. Yeah. But he's always, I always felt like there was something dark in him. Mm-hmm. Like when you see him because he's big, and now I know he's lost weight, but he's this is big John Goodman. Yeah. Like the kind of guy that looks like will crush you just by his by just squeezing his hand around your neck kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He uses, finally, someone gave him a role where he could be the heavy in it. I'm not, I'm talking figuratively, not literally. Yeah. Where he's menacing. He's creepy. He's everything you, like, he's everything you expect him, you always wanted him to be. Like, I always felt like John Goodman could play an evil fucking guy whenever he wanted to. Right. And he's not necessarily evil in this movie, not necessarily. Well, I mean, you
0: know, he does. He does. He does good. Do a good job in terms of um, playing the character, like some somewhat little psychotic, a little yes. crazy. I mean, you know, for example, like from The Big Lebowski. Yes, where he plays the the Vietnam vet who is w- friends with with uh, Lebowski.
1: Yeah, but I would say that that's still done in in the comedic vein. Yeah, and even when he was in, in Bro- Oh Brother Where Art Thou, comedic kind of vein. Even yeah. as a Cyclops, I think it was a Cyclops. Um, but this is kind of like take him and make him almost, without spoiling it, Hannibal lecter Oh, okay. You know, very, like, dark, like, serious dark. Okay. Not just like, look at me, I'm fucking psycho. No, this is, like, moments where he's like, hey, how you doing? And next thing you know, on a turn of a dime, like, ready to smash someone's head in. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, the entire movie, you're, there's this tension, just mm-hmm. this tension, building and building and building. And then um, I I can't... I don't want to spoil anything about this movie Mm. Um, because I highly recommend people seeing this movie. I've been like, the moment I walked out of that theater, my dad and I were like, holy shit, that was a great fucking movie. Like, when I came and picked you up, I was still amped. And the movie let out, like, around 20 after four. Mm. And I picked you up, what, 10 of five? Yeah. That whole time, I was still going, oh, my God. (laughs) Excuse me. I almost threw up on the mic. That was my, what do you call it? Uh, <laughs> that excitement? That was my Twizzlers. <laughs> 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 Sorry, folks. We are once again. <laughs> there was that, that, that we're just so amped up walking out cause it was so good. And there's like sitting there after the movie's over. I felt like Cloverfield isn't just, I, I kind of feel like this is going to sound weird. Um, I'm a huge fan of Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. Huge fan. Um, with all like the kind of you think a story is going to go one way and then there's a twist. And okay. then you go, oh, I see the twist coming, blah, blah, blah. But then it's something completely different. Mm-hmm. This movie had a lot of, like not like twists and turns, but and every twist was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What? No. huh ah. Like, it just built and built. It wasn't like a, like, not once did you kind of go, oh, I saw that coming. Yeah. And I feel like. Cloverfield is J.J. Abrams. I know he produced it. He didn't direct it, but he produced it. Mm. I feel like Cloverfield's going to be his term for any kind of Twilight Zone esque movie.
0: Ah, okay.
1: I, I, that's where I kind of feel because it's like it's it felt like like um, a sister to Cloverfield, the first one. Mm. Like you know where because you had the monster and it was called Cloverfield. It was like, but it was very sci fi ish with the giant monster. But this one was more a psychological thriller, mm-hmm. which I've always been a fan of. That whole, like, that tension. And it really is, like, three people in a bunker. And there's, there's moments that happen outside of the bunker that you're like, oh, my God. Like, this is so good. So good. <laughs> I mean, I walked out and went, I think I like this more like than Cloverfield, the first one. Because wow. I love, you know, going wrong, I love Cloverfield as far as like a monster movie goes. Some people don't didn't like it because of that whole found footage thing. And some people thought it was stupid because you never really, but you don't really find out anything. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, and I kind of like those movies sometimes. I don't need to be explained why this happens. Like, let's, how about, look, just, it's like life. Life just happens. Right. You don't need, you're not a fucking military guy. You don't need to know why a Cloverfield monster is running through the streets of New York. Just know that it is and your life's in danger. Kind of you don't need that. Well, you know, here's the army, they're doing this, and this is the reason why it happened. You're like, I, I don't I don't need that. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I don't. Right. You know, if it's a spy thriller, okay. But a monster movie, throw a monster in a city, let me try to play smart. Right. You don't need much after that. This one left you kind of like it, it it had these twists and these turns and some really good payoffs, and like the first ten minutes of the movie. My dad and I literally jumped out of our seats because there's this big, this big thing happening, <laughs> not expected, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Whoa!" Like you could you could feel the whole audience jump, like from what happened. You're like, wow. "Holy mackerel!" And then even when like, and I kind of kind of figure like a lot of people going in are going, "Oh, it's a sequel to Cloverfield. We're going to okay. see the monster," and there's no <laughs> no monster. Just you know, f- as a heads up. But when you walk out, you're still going, holy. There was,
0: but not the monster you were
1: expecting. Well, yeah. I mean, sometimes the scariest monsters are ourselves, Ed. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, oh, uh, oh me and the right fat down on fortune cookie. <laughs> 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 you know, it was so good. I mean, it was just, it was, it definitely felt like a, a Twilight Zone episode. Like, um, you know, like the twist when you saw Sixth Sense for the first time, that <gasps> moment. Yeah it had more, a lot more in in this movie and it wasn't, but it wasn't cheesy. It wasn't like how the village was, you know, M night Shyamalan's version of the the village. Yeah. It wasn't like that. It was definitely, it felt really old school twilight zone where it was like, you're, you're going in and you're being told this story and you're going, yeah, it can't be right. And then, and then things happen. You're going, oh maybe it is right. And then, well, maybe it's not. And, through a whole time you're in this perspective going I don't know what's going on what's what's real and what's not because you've seen movies like this so many times you kind of know where it's going to go mm. but then all of a sudden it goes no fuck you we're going this way <laughs> like oh you think we're going to the corner store no 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 we're going to Florida yeah. you're like what I'm, now I'm stuck on this trip to Florida And but on the way to Florida you're going through you know you're hitting strip through after strip through you're going oh my god I had no idea when wanted to go to Florida but this is the best fucking trip ever like <laughs> You know, you're boozing it up. You're having a great time, and you're like, you walk out, and you can finally get the Florida you're going. Oh, oh, I can't believe I, I can't believe I experienced that. Once we go again? Like, <laughs> it's definitely a movie I would see. Like, if someone went to go see it tomorrow, mm-hmm. I'd be like, I'm there. Okay. It's definitely it's it's worth. It's it's so good. I can't like I can't talk about it without spoiling stuff. Except knowing that when I left, I was like. Holy crap that was fucking awesome like it, I highly recommend this it was oh, it was great it was awesome <laughs> It was awesome. I love this movie.
0: It was better than cats. He wants to see it again and <coughs> it again. Has
1: become a part of me. I'm gonna say right now I, I John Goodman, if it's a shame if this movie came out in let's say November or October, mm. I think he'd be nominated for an Oscar, really. Yeah, because he is so good, and it's so against John Goodman type, but it's something that you have always wanted to see out of John Goodman, and you mm. get to see it And its full glory, and you're like, "Oh my god, if this, someone should be, he should be, he should be in every fucking movie." That's how good he is. He, I've always liked him as an actor, right? But some this role, it was like Taylor made for him. It was great. It was like someone had someone thought you know who we need in this movie John Goodman I'm gonna write this part for John Goodman and then hand it to him and and we got lucky enough to hire him and then he was knocked that out of the park every scene you know it was just amazing I that, like, to me it's in a fight right now for the best movie of 2016 for me Wow I, I and I'm saying the fight between this and Deadpool Wow you know because it was amazing mm. Deadpool you knew what you were getting and you weren't disappointed mm. This one you didn't know and Rocked my fucking world, it was amazing wow, so that, that's where I'm saying right now might be my favorite movie of the year wow. we, and we got Batman v Superman, we got Civil War, we got Doctor Strange, we got
0: Star Fox, Wars
1: yeah, you know Rogue one right now I'm saying ten Clover Fo- every every movie is now in competition with that movie wow that's that's where I, I'm looking at it Wow, so I say, go out now and see it stop the show. Hang up. Just go. No, go now. Uh, go now. You won't be disappointed. In fact, we're going to go. I'm going to make Ed watch that movie, and we'll be back.
0: <laughs> all right, we'll be right back, back folks.
1: And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. How are all you? I'm sorry. I was in here all straight and, prim and proper. My hands are folded like, yes, I they look at my little witness on a stand. Honest <laughs> officer, I didn't see a thing. I swear the man was dead when I got there.
0: <laughs> yes, it was my knife, but I didn't use it. Uh it was cleaning it when it suddenly went off twelve times. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, there you have it folks. I mean that's part one. As you can tell, I thoroughly enjoyed my movie. <laughs> yes. Um I think I did enjoy it his well. Yes. So go out and see Zootopia and Ten Cloverfield Lane you be doing yourself a service. That's right. Bing, bing. Just, you know, for those people at home, I gave you two thumbs up. <laughs> Mop, <womp. laughs> Visual representation for audio. That's how awesome are we. We break the fourth wall. <laughs> the, the psychic one. Because in your head, you saw me giving me the thumbs up. Like, way to go, buckaroo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, anyway, um, tune in for part two where we bring you releases of the week yeah uh we give you some laughs i give you my review of tom clancy's A division ed talks more about battlefront i actually i think i start battlefront That's now right. That's right. you know um
0: yeah we all do. actually i don't think if you got the battlefront i just gotta you started it and yeah. i like, go oh by the way you know and i just That's came right. with news
1: uh i think we kind of take a walk down a little walk down memory lane of the 80s Guess we did. With some of the releases? That's right. We did, yes. Um, And Sean, amidst to having yet another crush on an actress in the 80s. (laughs) Big shocker. Big surprise, yes. Uh, Sean, you were a Randy boy, weren't you? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I was. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, tune in for that. In the meantime, if you haven't done so already, we would appreciate it if you went to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. And if you've seen or heard anything on the show that you're interested in, in or would like to talk about or if you want to talk to us about anything or want to hear our opinion on anything or me, let me just ramble like I am now you can con- about to Ed <laughs> you, can, you can contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com
0: or if you want questions answered about anything pop culture related or just in general or why Sean rambles constantly (laughs) you can contact him at Sean at (laughs) wordswithgeeks.com
1: Dear Ed, why does Sean ramble so much? (laughs) Those answers and more in episode
0: 2